This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Right now I'm joined by Andrew from the Jungle Giants. Good morning to you, Andrew. Good morning, Jamie. How are you doing? Not too bad. And yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm stuck in a lockdown, but I'm okay. I'll tell you what. Oh, of course. Yeah. I didn't even stop to think that you were in a lockdown now. Um... Well, commiserations from the other side of the Tasman for that, and hopefully that gets cleared up uh, nice and soon. Because there's nothing, um, there's nothing like releasing nothing, nothing worse than release time and lockdown, right? Or around release time and lockdown. Because you want to do things, you've probably got gigs to play, you've probably got shows to do, and you've been waiting sure. all this time to be able, be waiting all this time to be able to do those shows, right? And now you have to wait, wait even longer. Well, it's it's okay for us. I mean. Uh, it's actually coincided. We've been really lucky over the last year and a half. Like it seems like we haven't been disrupted too much by everything. It's kind of just been relatively unscathed, like not too many cancellations. But this one happened to fall in between our longest break between shows, which is a good thing, but also a really terrifying thing because... Uh, like in about a week or so, we're about we're meant to start rehearsing for the big tour that we have. So, yeah. uh, I'm starting to get a bit nervous. There's talk of me, there's talk of me flying and having to do a quarantine. So we'll just see how we go. Try not yeah. to um, try not to think about it too much. But again, feeling lucky that we don't have to cancel any shows immediately. Yeah, yeah. but just just don't want it to drag. <laughs> just don't want to feel like. Don't want that impending doom on me as well. Exactly, so, exactly. You've, you've, I mean, after you've dodged so many bullets already, uh, hopefully you can dodge one more. There's, um, a, right. there's a lot flying around. There's a few flying <laughs> around. Yeah. <laughs> right, Treat You treat you Right is out now. Uh, there's a classic line in the first LCD sound system release, Losing My Edge. Ooh. Where it says, I, I heard you and your band have sold your guitars and bought turntables. I heard you and your band have sold your turntables and bought guitars. Treat you right as like the creative elements of your previous albums. Um, mm. But you've gone, um, you know, you've gone full synth on, on this one. You, you know, you've moved away from some things in order to create something new. Um mm. Yeah, and, and I, you know, what, what was the idea getting into this latest collection of tracks that you've released so far? Well, I'll I'll start. This is going to really uh, dictate the questions going forward. But like, so this record is the first record where Sam's had the freedom to really do everything by himself. That was yeah. partly out of out of necessity. You know, we know what the last year's been like. Um, but it was also something that we were kind of moving towards anyway. Which is that Sam? Sam was certainly making more extensive demos, and he was there were there was experiences on the last record, Quiet Ferocity, where like we ended up using a bunch of the takes that were just him in his room, in his little demoing room that just had the vibe, you know. So it was moving towards Sam, like not only writing, demoing, but now recording and producing all the music himself. Yeah. So, this everything that you've heard from Heavy Hearted onwards, not not Chisera, not not I, not Keelan have have played on. So yeah. we're hearing Sam 
you know, inside his inside his little studio um, tracking room, doing it. And yeah, there is an element of like uh, uh, of you know, like necessity out of that. But also, it's a it was a conscious decision that we made as a like as a group to let Sam kind of rel- get to his creative potential. You know, like I think if mm-hmm. he hadn't like he was always going to make this and. We're kind of proud that it was under the Jungle Giants banner and that we can still have our way of supporting and influencing him in other ways. We don't have a lot of ego towards the the whole process. But, yeah, you're you're right. There is, like, Sam's always been super interested in electronic music um, and, like, and production in general. And I think when you're left to your own devices, you probably end up you know, exploring sounds. I don't know, one of Sam's, you know, LCD Sound System is one of Sam's favorite bands. He's always been obsessed with these um, these bands that toe the line between energetic rock music and electronic music. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that classic indie electro sound. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely something that's, always fascinated him if, if you've ever met the guy he's like he's a ball of energy he can like whip a room into a frenzy he's he's a <laughs> he's a live wire maybe i'm sounding a bit like reminiscent right now because i just missed the guy <laughs> um uh yeah but there's so, a great oh sorry i was just yeah. gonna say like i mean there must be a great level of trust between the other um preview and, and, and Sam to allow Sam to do that as well. Um, For sure. It, still, it sounds still representational of, of you because you're, you're still going to be up there playing. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's where Jungle Down's strengths really lie. We're quite... Uh, we are really supportive of one another. Um, and where a band that kind of always wants to push the envelope and never really wants to repeat rest on our laurels or repeat ideas we want to kind of constantly be expounding things you know so um it fits in with our ideology like our ideologies individually that we would go and make something new and try a different approach and each record that we've made has tried a different approach like the first record we made, Learn to Exist, it was kind of like, you know, the traditional, traditional-ish jam out in a band room, do pre-production with a producer, um, who you know, an experienced producer, go into the like semi-fancy studio and first five weeks and you know have some fun and whatever, and then you know get it mixed by somebody else, blah, 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 you know, all of that. Second record, yeah. we chose to like go out to a. Second record was the, the record that Sam decided. Sam got really into recording and decided to do more intense demoing phase. So we kind of lost the pre-production phase. Um, we we weren't really jamming in the room so much, but we were playing lots of shows and kind of refining the songs in that way. But definitely more heavy-handed on Sam's in the writing and the demoing of the thing. Third record was Sam in the bunker, straight into the studio, different altogether. 
and us doing listening parties and critiquing the songs and really refining the song, making sure we chose the right songs because that was the one that was a big one. Like every single time, I think the one of the、um, defining parts of our process is that Sam writes so many songs. <laughs> Just <laughs> so, like we we could have released three albums. Each album, each time we do an album, and they would all be wildly、yeah. different records.、Um, and where we kind of come in as a band is helping shape our identity over, like, over a period of time. Like deciding, oh, Sam, actually, that's who, like,、uh, you know, not just we don't just shape him. He's of course got a lot of agency and a lot of like he's our leader in many ways. But yeah, sometimes giving him the courage to to explore. Things that you know that are really working, and being like, "That's where it is," or like, you know, it's it's fun and it's cool, and it's all there's a lot of trust that goes each direction. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure.、Um, now you you got your first guest vocalist on this record as well. I'm one of the guest vocalists to get、uh, Janet Planet from Confidence Man. How did she get involved? Well, yeah. So Sam and Sam and Janet are together. Ah,、um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and she has had a really integral role in this record,、um, as they've, you know, they live together now. They they've lived together for many years, and they've been together for a long time. But、um, as she's grown as an artist as well, they've kind of just. It's been kind of really, it's been really beautiful to watch them grow together, and she's really, yeah, like she really helped unblock a lot of、um, a lot, a lot of not not that Sam had writer's block, but she like really helped him like what do you call it? I'm reading this book on creativity at the moment, and it's what's the idea that it's what's what am I looking for? It's like chew through some of those ideas, like even sometimes、um, subconsciously, you know, you just you just sit on it and churn through them, and they they always talk and they they like they always sing songs to each other and they always write songs. They'll during lockdown, I know, big part of this, like their lockdown was just like you know getting a couple bottles of wine and then. You know, on a Friday night, and instead of going out, they would just lock in, basically, and end up writing music together. And I think there's definitely a component of, of that story that's going to be shared on on this record.、Um, the video for "Treat You Right" is、um, is great. Can you explain the concept behind?、Um, we've got this guy called Julian. And Julian and Sam work so closely together. And Julian's an amazing film. He's an amazing.、Um, his name's Julian Lucas. He's an amazing film director. He does a lot of stuff. He's got a great crew behind him as well. Like, just he's a guy that seems to attract good people.、Mm-hmm. And Sam and him both have like this really、uh, morbid, bizarre sense of humour. Hmm. But a really, they both also have a really nice sentimental side, and、yeah. so I think it was kind of like I know with Julian, he he was also in Melbourne for last year, and having gone through that 
that big lockdown that we had, the I know, 18, 20-week, whatever it was. Um, I think they both really identified with being this kind of, I don't know, kind of making friends with yourself, kind of, you know, and fostering a real relationship with yourself. That's definitely like a theme that's carrying out through the visual identity of, of the next record. And um, yeah, I think I think that kind of, That kind of has it as well. Because how are you translating this live? You, you said you're going into hopefully doing some um, practices soon. Is that going to be the first practice as a band playing these songs together? And how are you going to translate that live onto the stage? Each each track, so we've with Treat Your Eye, um, there's a lot of like programming stuff that's going into that one live. So that's that's okay. Um, it ends up it ends up me playing. <laughs> it's there's a funny joke going around in the band right now. Um, the way that it's mostly working is because there's a lot of keyboard and, and piano on this record. I don't play piano, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but now now I definitely do. So um, yeah. <laughs> so I've just had to basic. I've had to learn an instrument, um, and I, it's kind of it's uh, really funny for me because I during lockdown, one of my biggest projects last year was. I never, I, you know, I fell into music when I was, like I did music in school a little bit, but I never was a bass player. So I kind of made it my purpose to feel really, to practice every day, to like do deep practice, to feel confident in my instrument, to work on my technique. So I was, I came out of lockdown and I'm like probably the sharpest bass player I've ever been. Yeah. And starting to feel really, you know, I could quiet the voices like you're not worth it, you know, you're not you're not worthy, you're not a bass player, everyone's got to figure it out. It's starting to quiet those those voices, and um, effectively now I <laughs> am I'm a keyboard player now. So um, uh, yeah, to come out of lockdown and then do rehearsals, and it's like, oh, Doris, can you play piano now? Like, oh, I guess I. Yes, I could. So I'm like frantically learning, frantically watching YouTube tutorials, like on like piano fingering and like, you know, I'm, it's to be honest, I'm really enjoying it. I actually really like it. Um, the other the other day, the guys, they surprised me. They played a little prank on me. They changed, um, changed our band Wikipedia to say Andrew Duris. Um, piano slash keys player <laughs> instead of bass player. So, yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah, so basically that's how it's working currently. Yeah, doing the shows. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot more of that. We've also got like, yeah, there's a few things to figure out, and it's it's really song by song because there are a lot of bass heavy songs as well. Um, but yeah, we're just going to have to get creative with it, you know. That's an adventure, though. That's oh, it's the best and part. It's... That's the best part of it, you know. And yeah, 
it's it's so exciting oh yeah and we, yeah. by the way we definitely like i i've met so many amazing kiwi people um in the last year and a half uh that i i just am dying to get back to new zealand i think it's so cool um no. yeah yeah well half new zealand's in melbourne anyway uh, yeah, that, so well, that's, so, so I found out. <laughs> so I found out. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing to do. You leave New Zealand, the first stop is always Melbourne. It's always yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, it's well, a pretty so, cool city. We're from Brisbane, so originally, and it's the same path. Yeah. You know? So, like, yeah. and I think I see more people from Brisbane than I do in Melbourne than I used to in Brisbane, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's a creative force that city it's amazing so if you are a creative you kind of you just you can't have yourself when you gravitated towards towards melbourne so it's the same here for, for wellington really or, or here down here in dunedin so um so you think you'll get over to new zealand to tour the album when it's out yeah i, ho- I certainly hope so like pending every like i don't say anything anymore <laughs> yeah. nothing is yeah nothing is certain but um I would imagine that we'd be over, and like we're all dying to get over there anyway. So good. Well, we're dying to have you get in, uh, come over yeah. here, um, especially off the back of this latest single. Treat you right, mm. um, Andrew. Thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us. No, I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, have yourself um, a wonderful day. Hopefully, you'll be out of lockdown soon, and uh, you lot will be together um, figuring it out, working out how to play it live. Uh, Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully, see the fruits of those labors soon. Yeah, this is the fun. This is the fun now. Like once we, you know, it's a nice day here in Melbourne, so I don't really mind. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you're more than welcome. Have a wonderful day, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.